there's something innate, I think, in every human being that there, it's a start of the year and there's a reset button that happens. And I hope you press that reset button. And I want you to start declaring things in your, in your mouth, in your minds, and in your hearts of how the year should look like for you. And this was my declaration for my own life, that I want to be strong this year and I want to see a church that is strong. Right, that our 2020 would be a year of strength for us as we depend on God and as we come and seek God. And I want us to look at Joshua 1 verse 9 where God commanded Joshua and he said, Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened, do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Right. So God tells Joshua, Moses died, it was now a new leadership, a new kind of way of living. They were about to enter the promised land, and Joshua was about to lead them. So this was no longer Moses, this was Joshua. And God tells Joshua, I want you, and and not just only tell, but he commands him. I want you to be strong, and I want you to be courageous, for the mere reason that I am with you wherever you go. As we all know, God is with us wherever we go. And this 2020, as you start the year, as we live our lives this 2020, I want you to understand that God is with you. Therefore, God can command us to be strong and courageous. Dapat mas matabang tayo this year to take bold steps, to take greater risks this year. And we want to start strong, and at the end of the year, we want to finish strong. No matter what happened in 2019, Make it a declaration over your lives. I don't know if you ever try to do that, where you make declarations over your life, where you kind of get the promises of God and declare it over your life. And it's a spiritual practice that we want you to actually have, learning how to declare things. And so I want you to declare that this year, even as God commands us to be strong and courageous because the Lord is with us. Now, the term strong has another word called 2020, which connotes time. Right? 2020 started so January 1, it will end on December 31, 2020. We have 365 days, right? As we declare that this year will be strong. Now, for most of us, it's already January 5. Limang araw na, di ba? And marami sa atin, marami tayong goals at New Year's resolution na hindi pa natin na-start kasi kakauwi mo pa lang from bakasyon. Or some of you, you made the declaration January 1, na break mo na ngayong January 5, right? But whatever, whatever, whatever the case you're in, it connotes a time, a beginning, and an end. When we talk about 2020, a year, it, it connotes of dates and times where it's encapsulated. Now, the Lord tells us also in Psalms chapter 90, verse 10 to 12, it says, the years of our life are 70, or even by reason of strength, 80. Yet their span is but toil and trouble. They are soon gone and we fly away. Who considers the power of your anger and your wrath according to the fear of you? And so, David tells us, so teach us to number our days so that we may gain a heart of wisdom. As we all know, our life is limited, just like the year. January 1, December 30, 365 days. Five days have gone, Right? So, ilang days na lang before Christmas. Right? Lapit na ulit. Right? Ganon po kabilis ang oras. Tapos na, January 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Hindi mo na mababalik yan. Teach us now to number our days so that we may gain what? A heart of wisdom. 
You see, God doesn't just want us to be strong. God wants us to have wisdom. Have you ever seen a strong guy who keeps punching on the air and hit nothing? We don't want you to be that way. We don't want you to just full of strength, trying to hit goals that God is not telling you to have. But we want you to have what we call a focus energy. Wherein I preserve my strength and I give it all I got towards a goal that God has told me because I've learned how to number my days right. I now have wisdom. Right? I was young once. I was 20 plus once. I had so many goals in life. Dahil sinabi nila, marami po akong potential. So gusto ko mag-artista, gusto ko mag-pastor, gusto ko lahat. Gusto ko maging milyonaryo, gusto ko maging negosyante. Lahat gusto mong pasukan. Alright? And you think like, wow, I've got so much potential. I've got so much gifting. My looks, my talents. Okay? Hindi naman lahat ng looks dapat maganda, di ba? Basta may looks. Okay? And it's like, wow, I've got so much potential. Where do I now walk? What path do I take? Without wisdom, you take every opportunity. What happens? We grow tired and we grow weary. And even as we age, and I do hope it happens to everyone, as you age, you start gaining a heart of wisdom. Right? You start to see, oh, I need to number my days. Because when I say yes to this, I'm saying no to this, so I need to learn how to number my days. I need to know my goals. I need to know my priorities. I need to know my limitations. Or else, I will always say yes to whatever. Imagine mo, pag 20 plus ka pa lang at alam mo na to, grabe yung advantage mo. Yeah? Kami umabot ng late 30s bago pa namin nalaman mag-no. Right? When you say yes to everything, what do you have? You keep punching on the air. And you think you have all the strength, but then you're losing your strength because there's no wisdom in it. Imagine combining strength and wisdom. Combining the presence of God and learning how to number our days so that we may gain a heart of wisdom. This is the prayer that I have for every one of us in this room. That this 2020 will learn how to be strong, but full of wisdom. That when I give it all that I've got, it's going to hit the goal that God has set and marked for me. At the end of the year, one of the last books that I've read is called Your Best Year Ever by Michael Hyatt. And he talks about the 10 life domains that everybody has in this room. Ito po yung 10 areas of our life that we need to take care of. Our spiritual, our intellectual, our emotional. Pag di po nyo number two, okay, yan, kailangan yun. Okay, emotional, physical, marital, parental, social, vocational, avocational, yung mga hobbies mo, pastime mo, and your financial. All of this, according to, to researchers, they say you need to have a balance of that. To have a semblance of a good life. These 10 things. And I, I agree, I totally agree with the author. That you cannot neglect one because all of them are interconnected. Like kung hirap ka financially and you're not healthy financially, it can actually affect your avocation, it can affect your marital, it can affect your emotional, and it can connect to your physical. Right? If you're over na overweight, it can actually affect some areas of your life. Right? Kung wala kang social life at hindi healthy ang social life mo, it affects almost everything. Pag hindi ka okay kay Lord, your spiritual is not good, it affects domains of your life. 
The goal for each one of us is to take care of these 10 domains. Is to take care of this so that I might be a healthy person going out into the world and sharing the love of Jesus to others. Right? And so when we talk about being strong this year, how do we go about this? And I want to take a stab on it. I know it would take longer than the preaching that I'll make on how to have a very strong year. But let me share to you three practical things that we can start off as we start the year. First, on how we can be strong this year, is that we have to recognize the power of our beliefs. Don't you know that everything that you do today is based on a belief that you have? You are what you are today because of your belief. If you say, this is my belief system, then every decision I make is connected to the belief that I have. The power of what we believe in. And that's why Paul writes in Romans 12, verse 2, Do not be conformed to the beliefs of the world or the systems of the world, but be transformed by what? By the renewing of your mind or of your belief system. So that by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good, what is perfect, acceptable, and perfect. Paul was telling us, ang battle po this year to be strong and wise happens here in our mind, in our belief system. What I accept as truth becomes my truth. Powerful po yan. Let me give you an example of a belief system that has really made an impact in my life in 2019. First, is the kingdom of God. You see, growing up, I thought the kingdom of God was about heaven. Right? I thought my goal as a Christian is to preach the gospel so that I could bring my friends to heaven. Now, that concept has changed for me last year, especially when you start praying the Lord's Prayer and singing, Lord, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That the kingdom of God is not just heaven, but the kingdom of God is actually bringing whatever values that God has into the world where I lived in. That they may experience Christ and His kingdom through my life. So instead of now sharing the gospel so that I could bring people to heaven, we actually bring the kingdom of God into our community so that they get to see Christ. Now that's a very big belief system that has changed in my life. That means how I live is no longer about just if you die today, where will you go? But rather, if I want you to meet Christ, right? Hindi po ako nandiyan, tapos kunyari si Randall, hindi siya Christian, friend ko siya, ay nako, kailangan niya maging Christian, pag meet namin, pag namatay ka ba ngayon, Randall, saan ka pupunta? Alright? No. It will no longer be that way. I will now share life with Randall. I would now have coffee with him, invite him to my house, so that he would get to see what the life in Christ truly means. I bring the kingdom of God to him. If you're in business, that means you don't just do a required Bible study every month for your employees, but rather you increase their salary so that they may taste an experience experience a little bit of success in life 
and you take good care of them with benefits, and you're a good boss who lives with integrity, and they see that, and they would say, without you even introducing Christ yet, boss, something's with you. We want to know what that is. What are you doing? You're bringing the kingdom to the workplace. And now people see. It's the same way with parenting. It's not the required Bible study once a week over dinner table, but it's how your kids would look at you and say, Wow, Papa treats Mama really well. Oh, they're so sweet. Oh, no, they're kissing now. All right, so, something like that. All right, there, there's something about this marriage that your kids would say, Papa, Mama, what you have, I want. Why? Because you brought heaven to your family. People see the kingdom of God. Do you get my point? That's a big concept for me. Right? Where I bring the kingdom of God wherever I go. Another concept that has changed me in 2019 is learning how to enter into what I call solitude or what is famously known among Christians as quiet time. Solitude means I enter into the presence of God wanting to hear from God. Entering into the presence of God slowly. You see, growing up, when people say, Nag-quiet time ka na ba? How I translate that is I would read two to four chapters a day, and after reading it, write a few notes, pray a, pray, pray a little prayer, and then close my Bible. Nag-quiet time na ako. Even without hearing from God. So I have all this knowledge about God, but never really communicated with God. And it took God 39 years to tell me, Son, I have so many things I want to say to you, but you're always in a hurry. Take it slowly. And that's where I entered what I called meditation and quiet time or solitude, the practice of hearing from God. Now, again, that's a belief system that has to be challenged in my mind. Why? Number one, I am results-oriented. I want it fast. We grew up, we eat fast. Why? So we can do more. Right? Lagging dapat may resulta, 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 resulta. That's how we are. That's my nature. And for me to slow down, it challenges a belief system in me. That I feel like, Lord, there's so many things to do as a pastor to win people to the kingdom of God. And God was saying, no, you slow down. Let me do the work. But I could not understand. Lord, if I slow down, more and more people will go to hell. No, 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 you don't understand. I will do what I want to do. Learn to slow down so you could hear from me. And that's where I entered into the practice of solitude. And we'll be teaching more of this in our prayer meetings. Uh, We will have our weekly Thursday prayer meetings. After our prayer and fasting, we'll already have our weekly prayer meetings. And we'll be doing it in our retreats this year. We'll open up our retreats this year where we'll teach you how to hear from God, right? And so there are many avenues where we can teach you how to do this so that even in our prayer and fasting, that's why we encourage you to pray and fast, with, to pray and fast with us, not so that may puhunan ka for the whole year, Lord, ah, fasting na ako, Christian ako. No, no. It's to teach you that in the next five days as you enter prayer and worship before God, this is actually a natural thing to do as a Christian. This is something that should be part of your system. 
And that's why we have our prayer and fasting. So that's a concept. That's a belief system that was very new to me last year that has changed my life. The power. And I know because of this, my ministry and how I live my life, even my marriage, would be sustained longer. Mas tatagal ako. Hindi ako mapapagod. Hindi ako maburn out. Hindi ako tatandang pastor na galit na galit kasi, Lord, pagod na pagod na ako. Right? Because I've learned how to slow down. Another concept is friendship. Right? Last year, because of slowing down, I've actually learned now how to appreciate deeper friendship. Imagine. You see, for many years, you do a lot of ministry, you do a lot of work, you do a lot of business, blah, 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 Lahat na kaibigan mo, hi, hello, hi, hello, hi, hello, hi, hello. Isa lang talaga yung close friend mo. Minsan, problema kasi kung isa lang close friend mo. Eh. Pag namatay, di ba, wala ka ng close friend. So, mahirap talaga, di ba? Pagka, or, or pumunta sa ibang bansa, tapos di mo nakasama. Mahirap. Am I right? And I know, God, the only way for me to grow old, happy, content, fulfilled, is to immerse myself into more deeper friendships with men and women. Right? 2019 was very different for us as a family because we've learned how to pause, stop, break. We try to enjoy relationships. That means saying no to many things. That means saying no to 80% of the people who want to meet with us so that we can spend 20% in meaningful relationship. You see, if lahat po tayo mag-friends, wala po tayong friends. Right? If all of us are close, Technically, we're not close because it's impossible. But you need to have a circle of friends. Do you have friends like this? They have a circle where you can run to. And most likely, it won't be anymore. Medyo puno ng Lego ko. But you might have your own circle of friends within the community where you can build. And that's why we push you to be part of groups because we want you to try out deeper friendships. Okay? So this is a concept that has changed us last year, and we want to continue doing that this year and adding more, some things that I believe God would start to change in my belief system so that I would learn how to uh, walk in a more sane uh, pace and at a happier lifestyle. Recognize the power of beliefs. You are where you are today because of the beliefs that you accept in life. Now, second, is you have to learn how to confront. Now, all of us have beliefs, but some of those beliefs are limiting beliefs. Right? Those are beliefs that stop you from doing what God has called you to do. Not potential. The limiting beliefs of what you know that God is calling you to do. Right? This is, do you know this guy? His name is Michael Phelps. He's an Olympian swimmer. Okay. Record holder, fastest swimmer in the world, sobrang daming medals. Now, what you don't know is that Michael Phelps and one of our victory pastors in Metro Manila, who you might know, were actually teammates years ago. Michael Phelps and Pastor Lee Concepcion were actually in one team. Now, I had a conversation with Pastor Lee about Michael Phelps because I had this book, so I, was, I bought a book of Michael Phelps and Pastor Lee said, that's my teammate. 
in college. Oh. And then he tells me this, Did you know, I was actually faster than Michael Phelps. Oh, hindi nga. Di ba parang nagulat ako? Sabi, yeah, he's actually faster. I actually know one more person who's faster than Michael Phelps, si Dolph. Right? But si Lee talaga, okay? This is Pastor Lee in his, in his heydays, okay? Where he was so fast, he actually represented us in the Olympics, in the Asian, in the Southeast Asian game. He's a medalist. Right? He's actually famous. I YouTube him. He's actually in YouTube. Okay? Number three si Jantas na disqualified yung number two, naging second place siya. Right? Ganun po siya kabilis sa breaststroke. No? That's his, ano, that's his forte. No? So, nung nakita ko siya, ang payat. Grabe li, ang payat mo. Alright? Sana. Okay, so. So, sabi ko, oh, mas mabilis ka kay Michael Phelps. Bakit si Michael Phelps, Michael Phelps, at si Lee, Conception. Okay. What happened? Sorry, why? For sure, hindi dahil sa weight, no? But what happened? He says, there's one major difference between me and Phelps. Okay? Though I was faster than Phelps in college, Phelps has this belief that he was the fastest swimmer. Sabiya, when we compete, even though I was faster in practice, there's always that fear in me that I would lose. And it limited me. Phelps was like, nah, I can, I'll be the champion. Sabia, it's all here. The belief system. Imagine mo, no? Mas mabilis siya, pero mas nananalo si Phelps. Why? The belief system. I'll give you another example. Personal, sino sa inyo dito nagbabasketball? You play basketball. Practice, tira ka. Lahat shoot. Kahit pikit. Di ba parang shoot lagi, shoot. Pag game, wala nang ma-shoot. Nakoconscious ka, di ba? What happened? Dinaga ka, di ba? Takot ka. Hindi ka na makashoot. Pati layup mo, mintis. Di ba? Bakit? Eh, nung practice. Walang bantay eh, di ba? So, grabe yung confidence. Kaliwa, kanan, di ba? Pero pag game time, nawawala. Pagkabado. What happened? Belief. Recognize your limiting beliefs. Galing mo sa school. Top ka. Trabaho na. Hindi ka makakinakabahan ka palagi. What happened? It's all here. That's why the Bible says, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Sabi nila, fear is like a butike. It's like a lizard. In your brain. Have you seen a lizard on your windshield? <laughs> Sa NLX. Lalo mong bilisan, lalong dumidikit. Right? Kahit anong kaba mo, gaganon siya sa'yo. Right? Unless i-wiper mo, which wag. Okay. But it tells us, you can't do it. It tells you, it limits you, it stops you. That's what fear does. That's why the Bible had to remind us always, fear not, for the Lord is with you. Right? Be strong and courageous, for I am with you wherever you go. Go and make disciples of all nations, and I will be with you always to the very end of the age. What was the Lord assuring us? Make no room for limiting beliefs in your life. Why? It just holds you back from doing what I've called you to do. 
This is a picture for limiting belief. Parang lagi may Okay, kaya mo eh, but but hindi ka but hindi mo nagagawa the limiting belief. And how do you overcome that? You got to have the liberating truth of God. Christine Kane says, believe the truth of God's word over the facts of your circumstances. I'll give you an example, right? Iba po ang fact, iba ang truth of God's word. Now, if you're sick, whatever sickness, cancer, the fact is, I have cancer. But the truth of God's word is, God is healer. And He can heal every sickness and disease. Question, where do you stand? On the fact or the truth? The fact is, I'm broke. Why? I mismanaged last 2019. I went, I over-expanded. I over-swiped my card. I'm broke. But the truth is, God shall supply all my needs according to His glorious riches in Christ Jesus. And in contentment, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength to be content. Where do I stand? On a lavish lifestyle? Or in the truth that God has given me the ability to produce wealth and He can provide for my need and He gives me the heart to be content? Where do I stand? The fact or the truth? The fact is, I'm bondage to sin. Ah, ang dami kong kasalanan noong 2019. But the truth is, if the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. But do you really believe this? Or do you believe this? The narrative that you believe is the narrative you live by. Pwede ka naman talaga maging malungkot. Pwede ka talagang sobrang sakitin at stress. That's your fact. But the truth is, hey, God is with us. The truth is, God commands us to be strong and courageous. Why? Because every day we'll have troubles, tribulations. It happens to all of us. These are some verses to declare. John 8, 36. If the Son sets you free, you'll be free indeed. Lord Jesus, you've set me free from the bondage of whatever sin. Therefore, I am free. Lord, you have set me free. Lord, I'm about to buy this. I don't need it. But you've set me free, God. I stand on the truth that I don't need that. Colossians 3, verse 3 to 4. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, our life, is manifested, then you also will be manifested with Him in glory. You see, if I accept this belief system, what happens? My life is hidden with Christ in God. This is now a new belief system that I have. As a Christian, taguna ako kay Lord. Hindi ako tumatago kay Lord. I am with the Lord. So it no longer matters what other people think about me this year. Why? My life is hidden with Christ in God. Lord, everybody tells me I cannot do it, but I am. My life is hidden with Christ in God. Therefore, I can do it. I am with Christ. I am surrendered to Christ. I am dead to my own. Therefore, what God commands me to do, I can do. And God commands me to be strong. God commands me to be courageous. God commands me to go out and change the world. Therefore, I can do it. Why? He commands me to. 
My life is hidden with Christ in God. Now, there's two kinds of thinkers in the world. Those who have an abundance mindset and those who are have a scarcity mindset. Malayong malayo po sila mag-isip. Some examples. If you have an abundance mindset, you're thankful. You're not entitled. You're confident in Christ. You're not fearful. You believe there's more where it came from. With knowledge, with compassion. You give it out. Why? Abundance mindset. Hindi ka kuripot. Right? Nagbibigay ka ng knowledge mo. Tumutulong ka sa mahirap. Nag-sign up ka sa rescue kabataan. Bakit? Pwedeng pwede. Why? God has blessed me so much. But the scarcity mindset would always say, kulang, it will never be enough. They would assume they are who they are and that's that. Ang scarcity mindset, nabuhay na mahirap, mamamatay na mahirap. Pag-Christian, mahirap talaga yan. Naku, hindi natin kaya yan. Ganun po ang scarcity mindset. Ang abundance mindset is what? The grace of God abounds. The favor of God abounds. His mercy abounds. The power of God abounds. Therefore, what God has called me to do, I can do it. Look at John 10.10. 10. The devil comes to steal, to kill, destroy. Jesus came that you might have what? Life. And that they might have it more what? The word abundantly. There's, there's so much of it, I can give it away. Why? I live in abundance. The question, paano ba magkaroon ng ganong mindset? How do I confront the limiting beliefs and the lies of the enemy? Question, what do you feed your mind? Because what you feed your mind determines your appetite. What's there? Here are some things that we feed our mind with. Could be past experiences. Dati kasi, ganun eh, ganun na yun. Ay, ganyan na talaga. Ay, yung mundo, ganun na talaga. Ay, wala na talagang pagkakas sa Pilipinas. Past experiences. Ay, hindi na magbabago yan. Sino sa inyo, kinagat kayo ng aso nung 4 years old kayo? 40 ka na, takot ka pa rin. Sa Chihuahua. Past experiences. Eh? Or the news. Oh, the news tells us it's like this, it's like that. Oh, look at the world. Oh, in climate change, grabe. Yeah. Guys, elementary pa lang ako, sinasabi na ng teacher ko, wag gumamit ng ano, aerosol, spray net. Magmus na lang daw. Right? Yeah. Kasi magkakabutas. Apat na anak ko. Buhay pa tayo. But fear would always exage things. News. How many people told you, don't start a business in the Philippines, put your money elsewhere? Look at where our economy is now. You see, that, that's what fear does. It limits you. You have to believe in your own country. Loved ones or peers. Saan tayo pinaka-affected? Sa comment ng loved ones. Lalo na ng nanay at tatay mo, positively or negatively. Papa, may negosyo ko. Logi yan, logi yan. Teka lang, di mo pa naririnig eh. Uutang ako sa'yo eh. 
Oy, maganda to. Mag- no, hindi maganda yan. Pag gusto ko magpastor, anak ko, magpapastor ka. Anak Right? Ay, gusto mo, anak ko, injury prone yung mga ganun. Pero, di ba, nanay mo, ano sabi sa'yo? Gwapo, gwapo mo. Naniwala ka. Kahit isya lang nagsabi, di ba? That's the power of what goes into our minds. Social media. And we live in a social media world. In fact, it's in our very system. Nakakatakot. That our phone actually holds us more than anything. Right? A study shows that an overabundance of news can make you depressed, anxious, and for the most part doesn't usually provide you with the ability to actually change or influence anything being reported. Right? Imagine mo, no? An overabundance. And we live this way. Calculate. or Actually, iPhone tells you how many hours you spend on, on the phone every week. Right? Imagine times 52 of that. You go to Facebook or Instagram and you look and you look at the perfect lives, uh, perfect pretend lives of others. And you check and see or you hear news, or you see, oh, oh, bakasyon sila noon, oh, kami dito lang sa Metro Manila, oh, kumain sila noon, oh. Kita mo Australia, oh, ang ganda ng picture, sepia lahat. Bushfire yan, okay. They affected ka over yeah may isa lang sumigaw kala mo lahat sino sa inyo may ilikay maganon alam mo daming ang ano eh ilan 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 why gabi dami umalis ng church oh Mayipot sa iba, ilan, ilan, ilan. Why? The narrative you want to believe, it's there. Gabi yun, no? Mundo talaga. Tingnan mo. Uy, si Sarah Chitsak, si Madiad. May chance pa ako. Okay. Isa lang yan. Okay. Another study, Facebook is the CNN of envy. A kind of 24-7 news cycle of who's cool, who's not, who's up, who's down. Unless you have rock-solid self-esteem, are impervious to jealousy, or have an extraordinary rational capacity, rational capacity, to remind yourself exactly what everyone is doing when they post their glories on social media, that is what? Positioning or bragging. It is difficult not to care. Ano sabi? If what you feed your mind, and I, I know many who would do this even during sermons, like Facebook, it's the 24-7 of envy. Right? But, 
Sabi nga ni Mayor Isko. Small, real talk lang, real talk. Okay. Di ba? Kung tutusin mo, no, nasa sistema na natin ngayon, nagbabakasyon kami, example. Like ako, sobrang konting pinost ko nung nagbakasyon kami. Na hindi mo alam na doon kami. Right? Bakit? Kasi nagbabakasyon ako eh. Ba't gusto malaman? Sikat kasi. Oh, okay. Di ba? Nung 80s, nagbabakasyon kami. Wala, wala nakakaalam. Masaya naman kami. Di ba? Ngayon, nagbakasyon. Kailangan malaman saan nagbakasyon. Takain. Dapat alam anong ulam. Para naman may nagtatanong. Adobo for breakfast. Ah, oh, like, 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 like. I don't get the psychology. Not because I'm old. It's actually very shallow. Right? But this is what happens. Anong paki ko sa sapatos mo? Lupa lang yung kasama ng sapatos mo. Does it make sense? How many of you saw the fireworks? December 31. No, you didn't see it. You were videoing. You were seeing your phone. You didn't enjoy the fireworks. Oh, ang ganda. Ang ganda. Ang ganda. Una-una, madilim. Di kaya ng phone mo kasi ano lang yan. 700 sa Shopee. Hindi naman yan yung tatlo yung camera mo. Oh, ang ganda. Labo kaya. Di ba? <laughs> Maganda ba? Parang hindi naman. Okay. But why? Oh, because, you know, people have to like it. Imagine this. This is how belief system is created. Multiply this 30, 40 times a day times 52 weeks. You've created a belief system. But I live my life to show off to others. My wife, Sitami, is one of those rare breeds. If you text her, she answers after three days. <laughs> marami na pong nagalit. Marami na pong hindi nakakaintindi sa kanya. Pero alam mo, pag nakikita ko siya, privately sa ko, alam mo, amiss, amiss ako sa'yo. Kasi 500 yung notifications mo. Pero, kayang-kaya mo. Na 500 notifications, 3,000 email, kayang-kaya niya. Di ba? So, you know what? The phone does not lord it over you. You've lived your life fully with your kids. You're present at the moment. You don't answer every text. Right? That's something I would want. But an addict has to do it. So yung iba sa inyo makakatanggap kayo ng Merry Christmas message kita kami mamaya. <laughs> delete na delete. Sobra. Okay. But imagine what belief system this generation is believed in. That's why we no longer know the truth. Because it's all pretend. And that's what we feed our minds. Mas masaya sila. Magrabe, no? Saya nila. Yeah. May ganun ba kayo? Iba yung persona nyo, online, offline. Masaya kayong boyfriend, girlfriend, pero talaga nag-aaway kayo. 
yung perfect family shot, maraming umiyak doon ng mga bata. If you don't... So kami inaccept na talaga namin walang magiging magandang picture ng C-Family. Wala talaga. Yung isa nakaganon, yung isa nakaganon na. Wala, ganun talaga. So yun na yung pinupost namin. Mga 80 shots yun. Pipili kami, wala talaga makuha. Minsan parang, Lord, paano ba pag 2020, pupost ko na lang lahat ng... Wala lang, lahat lang ng... Wala lang. Kunyari, tumaba this year. Going to Unimart with Islander. I don't know. Post something that really happens in life. So as to stop the pretensions. Why? Belief system. Thirdly, not only do I reject the limiting beliefs, but I've got to do something. Passive Latin, reject. What do you do next? An active way to do it is to embrace the truth of God's word. It's liberating. Sets me free. The truth of God's word. How do you do that? How do I embrace God's truth? Number one, seek God and His will for your life through prayer and solitude. Now, have you heard, Pare, seek mo lang si God. Teh, seek mo lang si God. Yung iba sa inyo, paano ba yun? Ano bang si- Lord, one, two, three, four. Di ba? How do you seek God? You seek God through prayer. That's how you seek God. Through solitude. Ito yung sasay ko kanina. Last year, natutunan ko na mag-create ng space para marinig ko si Lord. Hindi naman madali. Actually, ito yung isa sa mga rason ba't natin binalik sa 1, 3, 5, 7. Lagi tayo nag-overtime, lagi naman madali. And I, we, we felt like as a pastor, it wasn't a numerical decision, it was a spiritual decision that we prayed for for more than two years. Ano, balik ba natin? And we felt like, you know what? If we're not gonna create the space for people to worship God and for pastor to preach one-hour messages, so that we can encounter God, then it will be our sin. Create the space. Your space could be in your bathroom, in your study table, could be in a coffee shop, but create that space where I can hear God and enter into solitude. Yung agenda mo, Lord, andito ako, gusto kita pakinggan. Lord, magbabasa ako ng Bible at gusto kita marinig. And so I've shortened my reading. Sometimes it's a chapter. Sometimes it's five verses. Why? Because I just want to hear God. I want to hear my Father. Right? Lalo na sa mga lalaki, di ba? Ayaw nyo naman ng long talk, di ba? Pero pag may sinabi na doon, kapit. See God. How? Through prayer and solitude. Again, we'll teach more of this this year. Matthew 6.33 Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. 
And all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Why? Because each day has enough trouble of its own. Nakita niyo, minsan namimiss natin yung mga last sentences, no? Araw-araw will have trouble of its own. Bukas. May problema po tayo bukas. Tama ba? Kung walang problema, walang trabaho. Okay? Kung walang problema, walang mundo. Okay? There's trouble everywhere. What do you do when trouble comes? You hear from God. And you ask the Lord, Lord, what do you want me to do? How do I confront this problem? Lord, anong pinapagawa mo sa akin? And you see God and His will. That's why we want you to pray and fast with us. Because it's an act of saying, Lord, I want to seek you. I want to seek, seek your will. Second, is to reject the limiting beliefs and the lies of the enemy. Okay? Again, this is connected with my first sub-point. Sabi sa James 4.7, Submit yourselves therefore to God. How do you submit yourself to God? How do you surrender? Right? You surrender by entering into the presence of God and say, Lord, I submit to you. When I am submitted to Christ, and the devil comes and tells me all the limiting beliefs and the lies, I resist the devil. And what does he do? He flees away from us. James 4.7, very simple verse. A person who is submitted to God can resist the devil and he will flee. Right? A person who is not submitted to God, kahit ano pang warfare mo, kahit ano pang casting out mo of demons, if you're not submitted to God, Sabi na demonyo, pare, kakampi tayo, no? Ganyan, di ba? But a person who submitted is so powerful. How do you defeat the enemy? By the blood of the Lamb and the word of your what? Testimony. Are you submitted to God? Lastly, is to reorient yourself to God's liberating truth by meditating Meditating on God's Word. Again, an example. Meditating means to read slowly. To chew on the verse. That's what I've said. I've, there are times I would read four chapters, five chapters a day, but there, there are more times now that I would read slowly. An example of last year was I went through Colossians 3 for three weeks, verse 1 to 10. Araw-araw. Colossians 3, 1 to 10. Say ko, Lord, magkakamp lang ako dito sa Colossians 3, 1 to 10. Kasi meron ako tinatanong sa'yo na hindi ko masyado maintindihan. Colossians 3, 3 says, Your life is hidden with Christ in God. I, I shared that earlier. I don't know what it means. I said, Lord, let me ask you this. I want to create a space where I can hear from you. So every day, I memorize it. Colossians 3, verse 1, verse 2, verse 3, verse 4, verse 5, verse 6. I would memorize it, come back to it every day, every day, every day, every day, every day, for 21 days. Went through it. There were nights where I would get my headphones, put on an instrumental music, close my eyes, and just go through Colossians 3. And I would imagine God speaking to me. I would ask, Lord, 
Ano pang area sa buhay ko na hindi patago sa'yo? The Lord would speak. And so now, when I talk to people, I would tell people, maybe like, Randall, have you gone through Colossians 3 for three weeks? No, right? Colossians 3 for me would be different for Randall. Why? Because Colossians 3 has, had been my companion for three weeks last year. Iba po yung effect ng Colossians 3 sa akin compare kay Randall na binasa niya yung Colossians 1, 2, 4. Okay? Iba yung effect niya sa'yo na binasa mo ng 2 days sa binasa ko ng 20 days. Right? That's meditation. Right? So kung musician ka, pwedeng Colossians 3, binabasa mo, tapos punta ka sa keyboard, gumagawa ka ng music out of Colossians 3. Hindi mo siya i-record, hindi mo siya i-YouTube for personal consumption. Why? You're trying to imagine what Colossians 3. If you're an artist, you get a paper, and you start drawing an art of what Colossians 3 means to you. What happens? That art will be immersed so much into your soul, it changes you. So now when people say Colossians 3, and somebody preaches on your life is hidden with Christ in God, I go, because Colossians 3 is different for me. You get it? We have a lifetime to meditate on the Word of God and to reorient ourselves to God's liberating truth. Right? So what did God do to me? God took away the need for yung success syndrome. Unti-unti. Tanggal Bakit? Your life is hidden with Christ in God. It doesn't matter if people see you or not. You're hidden now. Lord, yun pala yun. Pero Lord, gusto ko maging viral eh. Well, your life is hidden with Christ in God. Lord, merong project ko. Oh. Ako naman nakaisip talaga nun. Iba yung, ano, ibang pangalan niya lumabas. So what? Your life is hidden with Christ in God. But Lord, injustice, yun injustice. Your life is hidden with Christ in God. You're dead. What happened? Three weeks. God had to renew my belief system and it to go down to my, what? Soul. Nung binabago na yung belief system, ina-expose na insecurity. Tinatanggal na masakit. Tanggal. Right? Madami pang ginawa si Lord last year sa akin. This year, sana yung bilbil natatanggal na rin. Okay. Sana dito bumaba konti. Right? But, unti-unti. Yun yung sinasaya ko, yung life domains. Connected lahat yan. And where do you get that? In the space that you create where God meets you and you meet God. When was your last meeting with God? When was the last time you really allowed God to change your belief system? Okay. Something to think about. I want to end with this. Joshua 1.8 The book of the law 
scripture shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it what? Day and night. Meditate on it what? Day and night. So that you may be careful to do every, everything written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have good success. And then this is where verse 9 comes. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened. And do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Let this change you. As you open the book, don't treat it as a textbook. Treat it as God speaking to you. And make your spiritual ears open it up so that I could hear. How? Create that space. So that when God is with you, I can be strong, I can be courageous. I can number my days right so that I may gain a heart of wisdom. Can we bow down our heads and let's pray. Lord Jesus, Lord, this year, it's another new year, Lord, where we can press reset and we can make a declaration, Lord, this year will be a strong year for me. This year will be a strong year for my marriage a strong year for my business, a strong year for my career, a strong year for my ministry, a strong year for my relationship with you. For you have commanded me to be strong and courageous. But Lord, may I not neglect the truth behind that command is because the Lord is with me. Lord, I pray this year, I know that I know that I am the only one responsible to create that space where I can meet God. Where I can ask Jesus, the Holy Spirit, to speak to me. So I pray, God, that I may learn this process. I want us, everybody here today, to pray a prayer of dedication before the Lord. If you just want, to dedicate this year to the Lord. I want you to pray a prayer to the Lord and say, Lord, this year I dedicate this year to you. From beginning to end, I dedicate this year to you. Lord, in the ups and downs, in the trouble each day, I dedicate 2020 to you. Can you do that right now? I'll give you a few minutes to pray to the Lord and dedicate this year to the Lord and whatever goals, dreams, aspiration I want you to realign yourself with God and say Lord I surrender and I dedicate in our lives in our marriages in our parenting in our work in our career in our finances in our vocation in our pastimes in our friendships in every domain of our life, the strength of the Lord and the grace of the Lord would abound. Let life be infused, the supernatural kind of life be infused upon each and every one today. Holy Spirit, come. Lord, this year I dedicate 2020 to you. Rule and reign over my life. 
In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody say, Amen and Amen. Let's give God a big hand.